The guitar was really instrumental for me in my walk with God too, because I was starting to play songs on my own to learn how to play guitar, but they were songs of worship to God. And there were a couple of songs in particular that were almost like prayers to God. And I would, I just, my emotions were wrapped up in playing it, do all the dynamics you're learning how to play. And I look back now and I'm like, wow, that was my first real worship of God that I remember really entering in at a deeper level than I ever had before. Welcome everyone to our 98th podcast, Renew Your Mind. With us today, we have Senior Pastor Paul Gruenberg. We have our worship leader, Jordan Kettlewell, and myself, Dana Hall, is the moderator. Our topic for the last few podcasts has been um, the power of music as a form of worship, as a form of prayer, and just how we talk with talk to and with God. And today, we had a couple questions for Pastor Paul. And because we know he plays in the contemporary band and um, we've seen it, we've heard it. We've seen it and heard it, yes. <laughs> but Pastor Paul, I just wondered how and when did you first learn of your love of music? So growing up, my parents were really, they played a lot of classical music around the house. I remember polkas being played. Really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? Absolutely. Oh, and then and you moved to Gaylord. And I moved to Gaylord. <laughs> And then also uh, the church music. I mm-hmm. grew up going to church. My dad was a pastor, so we played church. Uh, my siblings and I would go over to the church and play church. Uh, we'd direct the choir or play on the organ. I remember being there when my dad would be playing uh, God of Our Fathers. Dun, 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 God. Um, you know, he played it on the organ. Because he played and my Which mom Which would played. sound awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. Great. Awesome. And so music was always a part of it. And then even when there was only AM, we would take our vacations and there would be an AM station on. So there would be music, not as much music as there is today. You know, everyone's got an iPhone or, or some type of uh, music device. Or now we've got live streaming music. People have earbuds in and they're listening to music almost 24-7. It wasn't that way when I was growing up. Mm -hmm. It was occasionally there would be some classical music playing, but you put it on the record player, right? Mm -hmm. And then uh, church music. So that's the way it was for us growing up. And then when I was about 11 or 12, we moved to Dayton, Ohio. And my twin brother and I, we became a part of the Dayton Rotary Boys Choir. 75 voices, male voices from about 11 to 18 years old. And that was a really cool experience uh, to be a part of that, to sing Oh, yeah. And uh, we traveled to Bermuda one summer. We traveled to, and this is from Dayton, Ohio. Mm-hmm. We traveled to um, uh, Disney World uh, one summer as as our concert tour, I guess, if you want to call it that. Then you guys must have been really good. We were really good. Yeah, I think we neat. were really good. Um, I've got some records somewhere <laughs> <laughs> because we didn't have tape yet. So... Uh, so 
music was always a part of it. Uh, the Dane Rotary Boys Choir sang both sacred and non-sacred music. Um, I remember uh, Love to Teach the World to Sing in Perfect Harmony is the Coke song. Mm-hmm. It was the song the, that the Coke, Coke song, it's the, Coke yeah. the choir. Song, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was pretty cool uh, to do that and just to be a part of something bigger than yourself. I think that's what a lot of people want to be is a part of something that's bigger than themselves. So who taught you how to play and or sing? Well, I think singing was just a part of being in church. You know, we were mm-hmm. probably in the junior choir and. as kids and I think mom was the choir director then and then my parents were the ones that talked to us about being a part of the Dane Rotter Boys Choir it wasn't like I remember saying mom, mom, dad, dad I gotta be a part of this it was like hey you (laughs) guys are gonna try out for this (laughs) (laughs) and I was a second soprano of all things yeah that's what happens when you. What was your twin brother? He was a first soprano. Okay. So, so uh, we just learned to sing, and you kind of follow the notes. I couldn't tell you what a C note is. I couldn't say, you know, hum an E. Uh, is that close? <laughs> I don't okay, know. good. So I'm not alone in that. I wouldn't <laughs> no. be able to do that either. There are only so many people that have that kind of pitch perfect. Uh, Sing an A flat, okay. Mm, you know, and they were singing an A flat. <laughs> now, if you wanted me to play one, <laughs> so it was uh, it was all kinds of music in the Dane Rotary Boys Choir. And then as we, that was when uh, class, what we call classic rock, was really forming um, back in the '60s and '70s. And uh, my older brother was huge um, rock guy. He loved rock. Uh, it was it was good, and the music that was coming out was was both uh, innovative at the time. I mean, any music nowadays is not innovative; it's just a repeat. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta agree with you on that. <laughs> so uh, the classic rock of the day, uh, all of the music that was coming out, uh, just really good stuff. I liked actually. I liked the. I think they were called the Letterman, and they did um, harmonies, three, four-part harmonies for songs. Really good stuff. Mm -hmm. I really like the harmonious stuff. Um, Boston, you know, they had some, and that was maybe even more in the guitar licks, the harmony of the guitar licks playing a third down or a third up or something like that. Mm So it was really uh, cool. And then it wouldn't be until I graduated from high school that I became a camp counselor for a summer. Mm-hmm. And trying to get my cabin of boys to sing was a challenge, you mm-hmm. know. And I thought to myself, I'd rather be up there with those guys who are playing guitar and I had a week where I didn't have a cabin of boys. And so I went to one of the counselors who always played the Friday night song that made everyone cry. Uh, and I asked her to teach me that song. And so she taught me the three or four chords and I plucked it out over the course of the week. And, and um, when I got home, so that would have been August, I think it was, I got a 
guitar from J.C. Penney's. If you can, for twenty nine dollars, <laughs> tells you about the quality of that guitar. The strings were like you know an inch from the fretboard, and so you really had to press in. Fingers but bleeding by the time you were done playing one song. Bleeding. Yeah. And one of the guys that was up there playing gave me, uh, it was a songbook from Concordia College. So it had a ton of what would be uh, scripture music, scripture and song type of music. So it would be scripture put to music. Mm -hmm. And I'd heard enough that I could play and learn to play. And of course, some songs had a new chord and you'd learn a new chord and play that in. And so I was playing some songs and, and it, the guitar was really instrumental for me in my walk with God too, because I was starting to play songs on my own to learn how to play guitar, mm-hmm. but they were songs of worship to God. And there were a couple of songs in particular that were almost like prayers to God. And I would, I just my emotions were wrapped up in playing it and you just, sometimes you pick it and sometimes you strum it and, you know, you do all the dynamics, you're learning how to play. And I look back now and I'm like, wow, that was my first real worship of God that I remember really entering in at a deeper level than I ever had before. And then there was John Denver too, you know, some of the other classic guitar music of the day. So that's how I learned to play is just with a chord book, some songs. Uh, the songs had a, you play this chord here. So when I got there, I played that chord and you just keep working at it until you get it down. I mean, most of the great classic guitarists, they just picked it up and they learned how to do it. Mm-hmm. Ask somebody else, well, how do you do that? And you know what's crazy is uh, a lot of the, great um, rock guitarists, classic uh, classic rock, or just about any genre, even country, uh, any of them, outside of actual classical guitar. You've got some guys that are virtuosos and, uh, you know, went to school for it. They know the music theory inside and out. And other guys picked up a guitar and strummed a couple chords. And they started, and they sound the same. You know, it, it's just crazy when you when you think about it that, you know, some people can go through so much schooling and then other people can just pick it up. Mm-hmm. And, and they just have just that to, talent. Yeah, yeah, and they can just go. Or it, the emotion or the, I, I'm not sure, both, I guess. And it's just, it, it's mind-boggling to me, especially when mm-hmm. you mentioned the great guitarist and it made me think of that because I've, you know, I've been playing guitar now for 22 years, I think. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't bang out a guitar solo if my life depended on it. I've. But you don't need to, right? Yeah, I mean... In yeah, all, you really don't, yeah. But in all that time, you know, that's just a skill that has always... It's always impressed me when people can just pick up a guitar and play and do that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How did your um, children become involved in music? I mean... I think it just it cascaded. Lene uh, sings and... Um, so, you know, there was always music around the house. It would be Christian music. I'm really angry with the... Uh, Newsboys. If you're familiar with the Newsboys, they introduced my boys to a little bit harder Christian music at the time, uh, which launched them into uh, metal music. Oh my goodness. (laughs) But uh, 
my one son got uh, drums for uh, I think his thirteenth birthday, and he was upstairs banging along uh, for the for the summer, and he ended up being in our praise team. And uh, my other son, very gifted with um, recording, uh, mm-hmm. he ended up uh, his uh, degree was in something technologies and new technologies. It was it was running a soundboard and, and videoing and that kind of technology. So he he can set you up to hear the music the best possible and record it, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not what he's doing now, but uh, so and Brenna plays piano and um, she's really good at she's she's just really good. She's good at keeping me on track as well, by the way. Yeah, when just, she plays, yeah. Just so you know, she's she keeps me on track, doesn't let me veer off and do anything crazy, So, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Lene and I both sang in our church choir for a time before mm-hmm. the kids were born. And and uh, so the music's always been a part of our, our lives. That's great. Well... Is there anything else that comes to mind that you want to share about your love of music? Would you do you like the tra- traditional music or contemporary of today? You know, I'm I'm really a uh, uh, easy on both. Mm-hmm. I know the hymns; they just speak to me. Um, the traditional music, uh, I'm with John Wesley. Belt it out, you know, sing it out, um, but not as to embarrass yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I love to harmonize. Um, I'm a tenor now or a baritone. I think baritone is the, so I love singing parts. Um, I love singing with Jordan when he's, when we're singing parts, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. be off the stage and I'll be singing uh, harmony to what he's singing on the, on the stage. And I love it when you're, when you're up there with me and we, and we harmonize, you just, your harmonies always sound so great. And it's something I admire cause it's not as, not a skill set that I have. Mm-hmm. If I hit a harmony note really well, it was—I promise—it was on accident. <laughs> I didn't mean to do it. Um, but you, you just—you have that just natural skill to mm-hmm. to go in and harmonize, and, and that adds so much to any song. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just—I really enjoy it. Yeah, it really does. It, That's it's that. Uh, what did you say? The congregational, the balance, the harmony, mm-hmm. um, the gift of being a second soprano. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so yeah, uh, music, uh, Christian music. Um, I could take my guitar, go downstairs, and I could play for hours and hours, and mm-hmm. just worship and just fun stuff. Yeah, I heard that bird too. Did you hear a bird? Yeah, I do. Oh, but yeah, it just it. adds. It's harmonizing. It's harmonizing. So it's good. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, good. Well, thank you, Pastor Paul, for sharing that with us. And um, we're also glad that you're in the in the contemporary band as well. So, <laughs> um, so thanks everybody for joining us. And um, if you want to uh, visit us in person, we're at the First United Methodist Church of Gaylord. We're located at 215 South Center Street. We have a traditional service at 9 a.m. and a contemporary at 1045 a.m. And if you can't make it in person, you can see us on Facebook or YouTube. If you have any questions, you can call us at 989-732-5380 or just Google our name and uh, our website will tell you everything you need to know. 
So thanks to our listeners. We appreciate you joining us. 